Hi, I'm Matt Cotty. I'm a licensed clinical social worker, and I specialize in helping people take their lives back from common mental health challenges. I believe we all deserve and can achieve great mental health. And on this podcast, I'm going to share with you practical tools, strategies, and principles that will help you navigate the path to recovery and move towards becoming the best version of yourself. Welcome to the OCD and Anxiety Show. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode. Uh, today, I have a special episode um, where I want to interview uh, Colton, who is a someone who's come through the TBC program. And uh, as I've gotten to know him over time and just kind of watched his journey unfold, um, you know, him and I agreed that he wanted to come on and uh, share his experience and and just really talk about some of the things that has made him successful on his own journey. So with that said, um, you know, Colton, thanks for joining us today. Of course, happy to be here. And um, yeah, I mean, I guess the best place to start with this would be like, where were you before you came to TBC, right? Like what was going on? And um, and then kind of, yeah, like what uh, what inspired you to kind of take the step and, and really join into TBC? Yeah, I had uh, graduated college not too long ago, and by the time I graduated, I kind of had been dealing with the OCD anxiety thing for so long that kind of was just getting by, and while in school, I kind of had like a set routine and everything, like, I was it was all right, I was able to get through it, and then once I had lost that, and then I was had to make big life decisions, it was like, oh God, where do I, where do I go from here now, and I, that's, I think that's when my anxiety got so bad at the point where I was kind of staying in the house most days on ends. And mm-hmm. then I eventually started getting on YouTube and I was like, okay, ha- I can't manage this the same way I used to anymore. Ha- how do I get through this? How do I deal? So then, so then I uh, see all these videos and it, I mean, a lot of it's like, people just trying to get you like, Oh, hit the anxiety. You're not supposed to feel this. How can we not feel this anymore? Yeah. So I kind of fell under that uh, impression that there was a way that I would never feel anxiety again. But mm. then for a couple of years, that was my, that was my goal. So once I don't feel anxiety anymore, that means I'm recovered. Then I'm good. Right. And it just wasn't working. And it was getting to the point where I was just kind of on YouTube all day long, falling asleep to some anxiety podcast or something like that. Sure. And uh, so after a couple of years, I was on YouTube and I saw someone linked your uh, your podcast to it. And I I had clicked on it and watched about two minutes of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to join. And I, I'd previously done the therapy route a couple of times, the like talk therapy, the traditional. And it never worked for me. So I'd kind of got demotivated. So I was for the longest time. I was like, well, well, let's talk, let's talk about that for a second. Cause I think many of us can relate. I know I can relate to that for sure. So like when you, when you sought out therapy initially, right. What was your goal or intention going into it? Like, like you were saying, like, was it this idea of, I don't want to feel anxiety anymore or like, what was your, it, so when you say it didn't work, like talk to me about that a bit. Totally. Yeah. I, I didn't want anxiety anymore. I wanted all my fears to go away I thought mm-hmm. I could talk it out totally. kind of oh maybe I need to go dive into my childhood and figure out what happened there then maybe I'll be able to overcome this yeah 
totally. I mean, the more I talked about it, it seems like the more my fears kind of just grew. It was almost like I was given importance, yeah. like monster. Well, and 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 what's interesting is is like you know the idea we have. I think we come into fear with this idea of if I like express it verbally, like somehow that makes it go away in the body, right? right. When really we have to be able to feel feelings that we don't want to feel right. That, that are, that I, and I, sh- and, and that are scary, you know, right. like the reality is it's scary to feel fear, right? Like it's the last thing that anyone wants to do. Right. Right. So, and, and that's, I think the myth with talk therapy is like, if I just talk about this enough, I'll just, one day I'll just be fine. Right. Yeah. And, and what most people find, what I found, you know, I mean, on my journey, I think I saw five, at, at least five different therapists when I was trying to get better talking and talking and talking. And it's just like, the more I talked, the more confused I got and the, and the, and the more hopeless I got to be transparent. I don't know if you can relate to that because it was like, yeah, totally. I just, I, you know, it, it just was like, I'm doing what I'm told that is, is the process and it's not working. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd go through those therapy sessions and I'd feel good afterwards. Yeah. And then I'd wake up and it was like, back to square one, if not right. worse. Right. And this is something I always call, I always say, and and call this the Tuesday, Wednesday problem, because this is how I experienced it. And I literally called it the Tuesday, Wednesday problem, because I used to like have sessions on Tuesday, I remember. And then what would happen is, is I would feel good after the session, I'd get reassurance or feel okay, you know, and, and someone would be like, this is just anxiety, it's just OCD or whatever it is. And then on Wednesday, I get triggered and I would spiral Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, until next Tuesday, right? When I finally got to talk again. And then it was like, and it was this like pattern of, I feel good for a day and feel terrible for six, right? And just on loop, right? And it was just miserable, you know? Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, it got to the point where I was like, okay, well, talking, if that gives me that temporary relief, I was like, that then anxiety was the only thing I want to talk about. Whoever I was dating at the time, it was just... Mm -hmm. My topic was anxiety 95% of the time. Just couldn't talk about it. Yeah. Oh, dude, totally. I totally, totally can relate to that. Because again, like, you know, like then then our fear creeps in, especially with relationships. And it starts to say like, well, like, you know, if you're if you're not telling your significant other that you have anxiety, you're being dishonest, right? And and then you start dumping it all on them, right? Right. Which turns out doesn't you know, really help a relationship thrive that much, you know, what I learned anyway. Um, but, but, you know, it, and so, so anyways, so you, you join and you, and you take the, the, the step, which I'm sure was scary to some degree because of, you know, all the not positive experiences that you had had to this point. So once you joined, tell me kind of what, what was your expectation coming into the program? Like it, when you joined, what was your hope? I think brutally honest, the hope was that oh, the, I won't have anxiety and these, these thoughts will all go away as I join this. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and did you kind of come to the realization early on that like, that wasn't going to happen or like, that wasn't the, that, I shouldn't say that what's not going to happen, but that wasn't like, we didn't offer like you a shortcut, right? right. Or there wasn't this like, Hey, quick fix pill. Right. right. It was like. No, like we have an actual path to follow here, but it's, it's, it's not, it's not going to be this quick solution that everyone wants. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. 
And, and so when you, what was, as you went through the program, I mean, what did you, what, what were your big takeaways from the experience? Well, I think for one, I mean, when the motivator was trying to get rid of thoughts and feelings and just trying to just like feel okay for once, I, I think what first took away was like, okay, you're going to get through this journey. And then like you become someone who's then able to help others. Mm. That was a big part for me, just to kind of bridge that from like, okay, I'm going to go from trying to fix myself to I'm going to like better myself so that I can like be of help to those around me. And mm. I kind of just proved that like it is possible. Um, and just, I mean, as far as what worked was not, is I just realized I was resisting and I just, mm. I wanted to control over all these things. I just was so tensed up. Yeah, and, and this program's kind of helped me realize like that the, the problem wasn't what, what I thought it was. The problem was me trying to control all this and trying sure. to fight and trying to solve everything from my mind. I mean, I was always a person I just I had to figure everything out. Like I could not know anything. If there's something I didn't know, I'd get get on Google and just like had to know everything. Mm, yeah. Like, so when as you as you started going through and started learning the AAA response you know, and, and obviously like we have our live Q and A's and group. I know one of the things you mentioned to me personally was one of the things that was so beneficial for you was community. Right. So talk to me about why that particular aspect was so beneficial for you. I I think when you're dealing with some of those things, I go see the anxiety, you can feel so isolated. And I mean, whenever I would kind of talk about my problems, like family, friends, people's in a relationship, whoever, it just kind of went right over their head. Sure. Find other people who one could relate was huge. And I mean, throughout the community, you kind of have people in all different stages of their journey. So like something you're going through, someone may have went through a couple months ago and came on the other side. So just being able to see that it's like, it is possible. Like you can, it's these problems, it's seem insurmountable. Like you can work through these and there is like, keep going up and up and up. So what was different about this community? And and this is good feedback for me, right? Because as we've, you know, really attempted to, you know, or I believe we've successfully, you know, created a very like community of like-minded people, right? What was different about this than let's say like, you know, online groups or things like that, that maybe you had checked out in the past? Yeah, it's fine that a lot of other online groups, you'd get people who were suffering, and they're all like, oh, hey, you're suffering. I'm suffering too. Like, it was kind of like a let's suffer together thing. Mm, yeah. Well, it, at first it's nice. It's like, oh, there's someone that can finally relate to me. But like, in the reality, you're not, you're kind of just bringing yourself down with them. It's kind of like that mid-ups company where it's like, you're not really improving anywhere. You're just. We're just like, talking about the problem. Right. right. Um, when really like, like the goal of our community is always. Like, don't get me like, don't get me wrong. There, there are tough days sometimes, right. That we're all going to experience, right. but on those tough days, it's kind of like you're saying, I think, I think the benefit of having a community of, of people with the same objective is right. that everyone keeps steering towards the objective as opposed to the problem. Right. right. And, and I think one of the things that I've noticed, and I have one of the reasons I enjoy being a part of the community as well. Right. And, you know, thrown in messages and and voice memos, all that stuff is because it's like, you, you know, 
when you have people at different stages of their journey, because like you said, some people are really far along, very far along in their recovery. And some people are brand new and never, you know, brand new to applying this stuff. But, but also like when you have the ability to make this story more than just about yourself, right. And like you said, I think what you said was so important because I think so many people have this deep intuitive sense that like, Hey, I'm going through this for some kind of reason, you know, like there's a bigger reason here than just the experience of suffering. Like they're, they're, and, and the hope is, is that by going through this, by walking through this fire, I can prevent someone else from walking through it or hopefully at least shorten their experience because I navigated it. Right. And, and I think that was always part of my mindset as well. Like, okay, look, and I, and I remember like when I was, when I was young, like, you know, I was 18, 19, when it first all like really blew up in my face and just spiraled my life out of control. It was like, okay, like one, I'm not, I'm not settling. Like I'm going to get better. Right. And I know that there's a way to do that. I don't know what it is right now, but I know there's a way. And number two, like I'm going to help others because if anyone's experiencing what I'm experiencing, like helping someone get out of that would, would just give, it would, it would make sense. And it would give meaning to this experience of why I'm going through this. Yeah. So right. I feel time it was like, oh, I really wish I never had to deal with any of these issues. Like if I could just eradicate this, like that would be so great. But I think I've come to the point now where I'm like, if me having gone through all this is because it, it allows me to help others and be that mm-hmm. guy. To the, there's people around me, the family and friends who maybe having their own battles. Like then it's like, I've, I've kind of been able to come like the terms that like, yeah, that need to happen. For sure. And, and so, and cause, cause I always, I totally believe, and I tell every single person I've ever worked with, like your story one day will probably be the thing that saves someone else's life, right. you know, because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter the podcast and YouTube videos and stuff online, whatever. Right. You know, at the end of the day, like my hope is, is that, that there's lots of help out there online that can, that can get, but, but there's something about, and I've always said this when you've been in those depths right? Like you felt that hopelessness, that apathy, that like, that just, just like, I don't know how I'm going to get through today. When someone else is going through that, you can see it in their eyes when other people can't, because they might tell everyone, like, just like everyone says, everyone, Oh, I'm fine. Right. I'm fine. Like with most people, that's what they say when they're suffering. How you doing? I'm fine. Right. And, 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 but when you've sensed and gotten a taste of that, that feeling, you're able to spot it in someone. And, and that's something that I can always, that, that I, that I think can only happen if you've really gone through it, you know? Um, yeah. So yeah. And, and I think you're totally right that like one of the coolest things about the community. And I mean, I know you've been such a big part of it, which is one of the reasons I, I wanted you to come on the show today um, is because like, so what do you think, what do you think helped you about the community? I guess, like what was so helpful for you? Was it just getting those messages on tough times or has it been really turning and supporting others? Like what, what do you think has been the most benefit for the community for you? I think supporting others definitely has helped. And I think just you see others work through their own problems. It kind of shows you by yourself. Like for me, it was like, I, there was always one problem, like whether it was like a fear of driving, fear of flying, there's always like one thing that seemed like, 
that was what I was stuck on. Like that's what was giving me all this like just like agony. But then when I kind of just saw what the community is like, the intention is just like to continuously gradually get better mm-hmm. and not so much to fix all these problems. It's just like to keep growing and just to see everyone with their growth mindset and just like see the progress everyone's made and just see the progress that is possible. I think is for sure, man. I think when you see other people getting better, it inspires you to, to work harder. Right. right. Like I totally agree with that. And that's why I love having people at all stages of their journey because everything inspires action. Right. And, and, and I think maintaining the positive, I don't know another way to say it other, other than like cord or vibration in that undertone of the community where the overwhelming amount of, of, you know, support is positive. Right. And, and when someone's hurting, it's like, all the, you know, just having a bunch of people like, Hey, you know, you got, you know, or whatever, even sending that quick, you got this message or like, like, I think a big thing though, in the journey for, for recovery. And I know I've, I've talked to you about this is eventually you have to shift into, I'm going to make this not just about me. And one of the things that the community does is when someone else is having a tough day and you're able to give that support, right. Or offer that support. A lot of times you're just saying the exact things that you need to hear. Right. Right. Like you're, you're in many ways speaking to yourself as reminders. Right. But, but you're able to kind of like offer that, that like, Hey, you're doing compulsions right now. Hey, you're doing safety behaviors right now. Hey, I would really, you know, encourage this, this, this. And when you're able to focus on others, I think it really just reinforces the message to yourself, even on a deeper level. Like I know, I know one of the greatest things for my own journey has been switching to, to helping others. Right. And, 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 you know, and not, not internally always focusing on, you know, cause I think the thing that kept me stuck for a really long time was just, I was just so internally focused. Right. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I had this intrusive thought. What does this mean? I need to solve it. I need to get in there. It's like, Oh, I just felt anxious, you know, all this stuff. And it just kind of spirals. Um, and that, that external shift and being able to get out of it, um, I think just really helps reinforce the truth and messages to yourself again, you know? Yeah. You know, there's been plenty of times where I've kind of gave others a piece of advice. Then right after I sent it, just kind of gained a sense of clarity. I'm like, Oh, this is, this is the advice I needed. This is the advice I need to follow here. Sure. I have not have been clear to me before, but right. I think the, uh, when I was still focused on getting like, Oh, I need to feel better. I, I need all these things. And like very intrinsically motivated. Like I wanted things to myself. I think the second I shifted that from a more like giving to getting mindset mm. in the really when I, everything just started catapulting, like that's when I started feeling like infinitely more positive. Yeah. You just started and, noticing yourself yeah. climb higher and higher. Yeah. I think that was the, is this switching it from getting to giving. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, so like, how would you describe your experience in the program from where you started to where you are now? Like what, what would you say, what are your biggest takeaways? Number one, and, and tell me about like your internal shifts or new beliefs or ways of operation that you're, you find yourself in now that you weren't in before. Yeah. I mean, I think for the longest time, like I 
so there was like a reoccurring dream I had as a kid where I was just like falling endlessly and endlessly down. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of that's, that's kind of what living with like those D and anxiety felt like. It was just like, I was just continuously falling. And then mm-hmm. I mean, dude, joining this program, I was like, I finally reached the bottom. It's like somebody strapped a jetpack to my back and it just like began climbing upwards. And I mean, through the program, it's what a lot of what you don't hear is like, what comes after the if once you break the loop what what's next and that for, mm. for me that's the hardest part it was like i was like i would get there my mind would quiet down and then i'd be sitting there laying down staring at the ceiling like okay now what mm. like now because so like think, your whole all your time was invested into getting there totally right and, and, and yeah, and, and I agree. That's why we have, like, we talk about those four stages, right? Where it's like survival, stable, growing and thriving. Right. And, and what most people, like you said, their intention is I want to get rid of thoughts and I want to get rid of feelings. And all that really brings you to is a place of stability. Yeah. But, but a place of stability is not growing and it's definitely not thriving. Right. Right. Which is why I think it's just so critical that, we understand that like, look, the goal of getting rid of thoughts and feelings, all it would ever really do is bring you to a place of stability where when you're really the goal of, we need to remove all compulsive behaviors. We need to learn how to feel whatever's going on in our body. And we need to learn again, to not get in the conversation of the mind. Right. And then from there, what we need to do is actually set real intentions of like, Hey, what, what do we want our life to be like that are rooted in our values? Right. That it, and, and really saying like, I'm an architect and I'm going to construct my life. You know what right. I mean? Like I'm going to really build and move towards this instead of just away from the pain. Right. And right. I think, I think the integration of that in this is so important because if you make the focus just about the removal of anxiety, again, you get exactly where you talked about. And oftentimes that leads to relapse because all you have is time, right? You just have a whole bunch of time, right? Yeah. Where, where if you're like, I'm doing this work while simultaneously identifying my value structure, identifying exactly what I want to move towards in life. And as you eliminate the anxiety, you're also moving towards this, right? Or I shouldn't say eliminate anxiety. As you eliminate the compulsions, you're moving towards what you want. Right. Right. Yeah. And, and the integration of that, I, you know, you just don't, I don't hear a ton of people talk about it, I should say. Right. And, and I think it is so important. So, so when you, when you learn the AAA response um, and you started putting that into practice, like talk to me about like how you, how you applied it. And, and if, if, and when it was effective with getting rid of a lot of the mental compulsions or when you started to really notice a difference. Yeah, I think it was huge for me because for the longest time, it was just like trying to like erase thought. Other mm-hmm. than a lot, I would just try and push it off. Like I would say, oh, I'm like, oh, I'm disengaging. But like really, I was just fighting it off, like resisting it. Sure. So I, I think when I learned that first agree step, it was huge for me. It's so like, oh yeah, okay. Brian, I see what you're saying. Like right, right, right. Like even coming on this call, it was like, oh, are you sure you're qualified? Are you sure you got to this point? And try reporting that might have put me in paralysis. Oh, maybe I'm not. But that's like, all right, amen, dude. Every single day, man. Yeah. Every time I make a podcast, there's some kind of thought like that, right? Like, who are you yeah. to do this, right? Um, and and it's it's funny because that's just like that's I think that's just a a experience that most of us are gonna are gonna have, and it's not about eliminating the experience as opposed to what we do with it. Yeah, 
Yeah. With the Triple H teaching, it's like any thought that wants to come in, it can come in. It's just like no resistance to it whatsoever. And just having something that you could always fall back on. Yeah. Uh, I think was huge for me. Well, and, and the things you're saying right now are so important and something I just want to like articulate, right? Is like, it's not necessarily about solving the problem you think you need to solve as opposed to identifying what the real problem is, right? Yeah. And a lot of OCD and anxiety is not about my thoughts or feelings are the problems, but it's my resistance is a huge problem that most people don't understand, right? Yeah. That That's there. The belief structures about thoughts and feelings, the belief structures that, uh, you know, you can't feel feelings, these feelings are bad, X, Y, and Z, cause us to then engage in compulsions, which create this loop and the loop takes over. So, so when you understand the problem from a much higher level, I always feel like that is just so, you know, it changes where you put your effort. Totally. Yeah, I mean, there's, I just, I found, I was like, there's nothing really to solve. Right, so right. right. It, that's just an incredibly freeing thing. It's like, well, there's yeah. nothing. For, for sure. And so, so like, talk to me about your, how you would like articulate your ex, like results in the program, if you will. Like what's different about you today than when you started the program? Yeah, I mean, I think I was just, my mind was just, always going i mean i was never in the present like my relationships weren't very fulfilling because i mean just i'd be talking to someone just constantly in my head mm. having kind of broken that loop and began to get out of my head like my relationships have just kind of like friendships family it just felt so much more fulfilling just being able to totally be present there and it's like i before where i maybe I, oh i didn't feel good this day so I, i'm not going to do anything and stuff like that now it's like well I'm going to kind of do whatever I want to do, no matter how I feel, no matter what thought I have. Yeah. And it's like that, like the chains have just kind of just been like taken off my back where just like, I have all this freedom now and just kind of optimism I didn't have before. Like before it was always, like, Oh, what's the point? What's the point of all this? And I like, I see, I just wake up every day and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just getting better every day. Yeah. And, 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 and here's, I think an important thing. And I want to, you know, kind of debunk the myth, right. A little bit, you know, and, and just to be transparent, does getting better mean that you never have thoughts in your mind? No. Right. Does getting better mean that you don't have feelings in your body? Nope. No. So like, like, so, so articulate what you mean. Cause, cause again, like, you know, I, I always try to explain recovery, right. Is not being caught in the wheel and re- what recovery is, is getting out of the wheel and staying out of the wheel. Right. right. And the way you do that is by the complete elimination of any behaviors. Yeah. So how would you explain to someone, right? Like if you were talking to someone who was, was really in it, like you were right. Right. What would you say is quote unquote, like getting better or recovery? It's just dropping the resistance to those skills, just allowing them to happen Mm -hmm. and not letting them pull you back and take you back. Cause I mean, the intention is you want something and then with these thoughts and feelings, they'll, with OCD, they'll love to try and take you away from that and make it seem like unreachable to you. Sure. I think it's, it's totally just a, a safety behavior problem. Just like, once you just allow, like just by simply allowing the thoughts and feelings to be there, it's like that that's where the freedom existed all along where it's like mm. all, all these things that seem like you have to figure it out. You can't have these and I can't have this feeling. It's like nothing ever happened. It's just, I was just being taken out of, the present and just wrapped up in a problem that never even 
existed had I not given it that energy. I mean, you, you're creating these problems. These are problems that 100% you're creating and the, the free. Or, or even, even I should say the you know, the mind is creating, right. right? Yeah. And you're, and you're getting caught in, right. Yeah. Not to, yeah. not to, not to change what you're saying, but just like to try to articulate it in how yeah. we, under, how we understand it. Cause it's like, the reality is these thoughts are happening automatically. Right. Right. And by engaging in it though, and doing those mental compulsions, that's you getting caught. Yeah. Right. So, and, and would you, what's, what skill sets were and so I know we talked a little bit about AAA and and really implementing that. I mean, do you still find that to be a big part of your your practice? Yeah, anytime I have a thought or feeling that might be taken away from what I'm doing in the moment, just totally just AAA and just keep just going, follow yeah. up, fall back on. And I think that's like the whole reasoning behind that, right? Is when we can anchor into the solution and just and again, just that yeah. that habitual path of just like following that solution each time it, it it makes the lures less sticky and less appealing right, right. or all, you know all that stuff so and i and i loved what you said about the chains being broken right yeah. and and what you you know just how you feel about your future and and so we'll we'll talk to talk to me a little bit about that then about like what do you see as possible for yourself uh, i think uh, now i'm kind of finding that like the sky's kind of the limit like you know it's the beliefs like i think in this program we talked a lot about beliefs and it's like just figuring out like these limiting beliefs you put on yourself that are nothing mm-hmm. more than beliefs you constructed that have no validity mm-hmm. outside of telling you are it's like wow okay these limitations i thought i had are like they aren't there i could i could kind of give do whatever i want to do if like i so allow and have the attention to do so yeah. um so i, I think that it's just like, I mean, just, I think part of this, like coming to this program and seeing the importance of community now, I'm like, all right, so the sense of community is huge. So now I'm kind of like looking for that in other aspects of life and just like sure. growing in that sense. And you kind of just like, so after you've ripped up all these like OCD anxiety roots, you're like sitting there planting all these new trees, and new seeds, like a healthy garden. And it's like, yeah, figuring out what that looks like for me. And it's like, I mean, that's kind of the journey I'm at now. It's like, well, what do I really want outside of what my fear mind would tell me or something like that? Just like right. coming like true self has been like huge. Well, and it's funny because like, you know, I was sitting and talking with a good friend of mine and, um, you know, we've, we've talked about, yeah, I mean, our own paths, but then also, like you said, like, while, you know, with TBC and with our community of having this it's like, we want, we also want to start trying to look at creating something where it's like, Hey, what's, what's the next step, right. That we can really, again. And so, so again, you can have that community communal aspect at that phase of the journey, right. Because, because you're right. And, and that doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's with, um, with that, but I mean, like, I think like what you're saying is so important and I, and I'm, I'm so appreciating that you understand the value of it because I think so many people go this lone wolf, lone wolf route. Yeah, totally. And, and I did it. Yeah. would never recommend it to people. Right. Yeah. I just, I just, you know, and, and the intention with, with TBC has always been to try to build the thing I wish I would have had. Right? right. You know, and, and, and to really, you know, have like, Hey man, what kind of community would I really have wanted back then? And, right. and, and literally like anytime we start to, you know, move towards building something, 
I literally like go back to thinking about like my 18 year old self. Right. right. And it's like, okay, like what would that dude have wanted? Right. You know what I mean? And, and, and yeah, while it, it obviously has been this thing that's always just evolving and growing and, and, you know, tweaking and all that stuff, you know, I, I, I really agree with you that like the one thing that I, I really would have wanted along with the process and a path was just this community of people to like, to lean on. And I, and I think, you know, so many of us, one, I think one of the problems a lot of time that people with OCD and anxiety have is there's this pressure and this false belief that you're not allowed to feel what we perceive to be weak, right? Like, like the idea of we, we, we perceive fear or feeling depressed or anxious as, as weak, right. Or unacceptable, or, you know, like that's, you're not allowed to feel that. Right. And that we're only supposed to feel good. And oftentimes we're always supposed to be there for other people. And, you know, I think, I think what you're saying is so important is like, when you have a community of real people, you're like, no, no, like it's okay for me to feel this right now. Like I'm a human. And I think when you start seeing like all the other people out there that are human and that we all have feelings, we all have tough days. We all have thoughts that pop in our mind and giving ourselves permission to be human. I think that's what community does because that's not what society does. Right. Society is like, what, what do you mean? You have to take an hour off work. Like, you know, society is, you know, just, just present, right. You know, put that smile posted on Instagram, Facebook, right. Always, you know, never present like anything's ever wrong. Right. And the reality is, I, I think there's this, this kind of polar opposite effect, right? You have these communities, especially on like, you know, like Reddit and major social media platforms where like, there's just this, like, I'm going to complain about the problem. And I think having the correct community is what's really important of people that are like, Hey, we're all headed in this direction. And like, we want you with us. Right. Right. And, and this group of people that's like, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to pull you with, like, we're going to all move together in this direction. And, and I think that's, it's not just community that's important, but it really is the right community. Right. And that's why, like, wherever you're going next in your life, you know, whether it's, you know, starting a business or relationship, a family, whatever it is, when you have that communal aspect, um, you know, just making sure that you have that right community, because I think realizing that you don't have to be a lone wolf is uh, it just takes so much yeah. pressure off, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did it for so many years. I just, I felt, I was like filled with anger. I mean, we, we as humans are not meant to be alone. Yeah. And touching on like that feeling thing. I mean, I thought my problem was like, Oh, I'm not allowing myself to feel anxiety, but I wasn't really allowing myself to feel any feeling like sadness, joy, anything. I was trying to just eradicate all feelings. I mean, yeah. I had one community talk for one time, like, yeah, I was, kind of sitting at home dancing by myself and all of a sudden I just burst out crying and I mean that's yeah. kind of what it's like when you first start allowing yourself to feel again I mean if anything this pro I mean allowing yourself to become human again you yeah. know not trying to be a robot that the society would like make you out to be mm-hmm. for sure man well and I think and I think there's a a double aspect as as like men right, right. where oh. there's a there's like an even 
you know, I mean, most of the guys that I, that I talk to, right. Report feeling very isolated, very alone, very few friendships. Right. And, um, and having, and, and, and obviously we have a very like mixed community of men and women and, and all walks and we embrace that. But I'm just saying like, I, I know that out of just, just personally, as well as, you know, the, some of my close friends, like, that's just like a, an, a, a, a specific thing that I think men deal with, you know, on a, on a deep level of just that lack of connection. And obviously I'm not saying that women don't, don't experience that. Please don't like hear that. It's just, I know specifically like the more and more men I get to talk to about this kind of stuff. It's like, again, it, it's, I think the reason that men wrestle with a lot of problems they wrestle with is this, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like, Hey, I don't know what to do when, with emotions when they come up. And so there's these, all these coping and, you know, distraction and safety behaviors that, that they engage in. And then it creates secondary problems in their life, all stemming from this idea of like, just being able to say like, Hey, look, like, you know, I'm, I'm hurting or I feel this right. And, and learning how to go through that correctly so that, so that you don't have to keep carrying it, you know? Right. And um, yeah, man, I just, I totally 1000% agree with you. So, and, and, and again, I'm so pumped for you as far as like that feeling of, you know, that endless possibility, because that the reality is that's, that's the reality for everyone. And, but once you really feel it internally, that's when it becomes real for you. Right. right. And the way that you do that though, is by doing the work that you did and the, the work that you continue to do, I should say, right. The work that I continue to do and saying, Hey, look, like realizing the mind, understanding emotions, having the tools of what you need to do and, and making sure you're not getting caught in these loops, making sure you're not engaging in those safety behaviors. And when you do it consistently, you, you produce results, right? Yeah. Like, like that, that's the thing that, that I always want to stress for people. Like this isn't magic. Like it's a, it's a math equation, right? Yeah. Like if you don't do the safety behaviors, that wheel can't spin. Right. And the funny thing, for a while when I was doing all these new techniques, I was like, I, I, I almost feel like I have to do this because I feel so low, like I got to pick myself up. But mm-hmm. now I do these things willingly because I see the results that came from it. It's like, mm-hmm. if this the results I give, I will like, I'm happy to continue doing this work. Like it's, it yields positive reward, like endless. Sure. And, and, and that's, but that's the whole point of the program though, right? Is for you to have the skills and then go on and keep them forever. Right. right? And I think, I think this is the, problem with with talk therapy right like we talked about again and again talk therapy has its place and 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 can be effective in in certain modalities and problems absolutely i'm not at all mitigating it like like that you shouldn't do it or xyz when it comes to ocd and anxiety though the the efficacy there's there's just not a lot of evidence to suggest that that's the right route right and and that's why you know, the problems that you were talking about and that you shared and that you and I talked about the Tuesday, Wednesday problem, all that stuff. It's like, that's why they exist. That's why everyone has them. When I say the Tuesday, Wednesday problem, people, every single person I've ever said that to relates to. Yeah, totally. And, and, and even then one of the biggest problems I think with talk therapy is just how much reassurance therapists offer without realizing it. And mm-hmm. essentially as a client, you're almost paying for a drug. Exactly. You're like, Hey man, here's the session money. 
um, yeah, I want to feel better. And then they give you the reassurance and they think they're doing a great job, but it's, it's actually making you worse. Yeah. And, and I didn't, dude, I had no idea that was happening for like years. I remember yeah. I went to this one, one dude for his therapist and, and it, and I was like, okay, I feel good. And then, Hey, I need another session. Hey, I need another session. Not realizing I was just chasing that drug. Yeah. 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 So Anything made you feel better right off the bat. Never was oh, dude. that helpful. Yeah. yeah. Uh, just like, yeah, it's been a gradual increase, but it's not like I've done something where it's like, Oh, I feel better right away. It's just like continuous. Like, Oh, I'm doing better now than I was before. And continuously, continuously, continuously. Yeah. So wanted to um, like, just offer you the opportunity, you know, now, right. Given where you are, you know, and, and moving in the direction that you're moving. Um, what would you say to your younger self or to someone else who is really in it, you know, and just like, and, and honestly, like, it's not about TBC or the community or any of that stuff. What it's about is I just want you to give your, your, your from the heart message to that person. Right. You know, cause it's, maybe they're listening to this, maybe they're not, but it's just, what would you say to them? Oh, there, there's hope. I mean, this problem and this like endless like fight you find yourself in, like I'm the solution. Just you walk off the battlefield eventually. And it's like, there's like, you can get better all this time struggling and stuff like that. You think you're doing well for yourself, but it's like, there's, there is hope out there. And like, it's, I mean, it's just totally problems construed in your own, your own head. Mm. Yeah. It's like, got tough question i mean there's so many things no it's okay no take your time take your time i mean i i mean do that central message of hope is is so critical like you know because the hope is the one thing that lifts someone out of of feeling depressed to be honest like like that's that's the first central message that I usually say to someone who I see is like really depressed and usually they're depressed as a secondary result of being caught in this wheel. And, and to just know there's hope, keep someone going. Right. The thing that makes people give up is they, they, they think there's no hope. Yeah. No, I, I think when I thought that, Oh, I have this anxiety thing, I'm stuck with it forever. Like it. Yeah. If you be sure. Well, and there's a good chance someone told you that too. Right. Oh, you know, those, yeah. Like there's a chance people are like, Oh yeah, you're just going to have this forever. That sucks, man. And um, well, so along with hope though, like what's something that, where should people be focusing their energy or their time and, and their effort? Right. Like, obviously I think one of the things you said was community, right. Yeah. Get, getting some kind of community support, but where, where should they be channeling their energy to get better? I, I think it's, for sure, like setting the intentions and like kind of figuring out what your value system is outside of the fear mind. Cause that mm. with that mind being so all consuming, you're just like spending all that time trying to like combat the fear instead of putting the focus on like what you really want in your life. Like, what do you really want to grow in your life and figuring out just really what that growth is, like what you really want to grow rather than trying to fix the problem. I think probably that. Yeah, for sure. And and I'll and and I'll second all that with with throwing in the idea of like 100% hope, 100% community, identifying your values in the life you really want to build, right? That's like just an amazing foundation there, right? And and just having those things and, and realizing it's possible, 
you know, yeah. I think, I think like the reason I wanted to bring you on the show and the reason I, you know, would do interviews with people that have come through the program is, is because like, I can tell people through and through on the show or, the, you know, whatever, Hey, it's, it's possible. But when they get to hear it from, from a different face, a different person and someone who's been in it, you know, it's like the reality is you can't fake if you've been in this or not, like yeah. you can tell by listening to you that you have, you've been there, dude. Yeah. And you've gotten out. And, and if it's possible for you, it's possible for anyone. And I really yeah. believe that. Right. And, and I think that's why I just wanted to hear what were the things that really helped you. And, and, and again, then from there, we just reverse engineer, right. Yeah. We just, okay, this is, this is what I need to do. Um, and, and obviously with like the central message being like, you need to eliminate the compulsions, yeah. not the yeah. thoughts and feelings. Yeah. And I think totally that whole, the only thing to fear being fear itself. I mean, if, if I was to talk to my younger self there, I mean, that would hundred percent be the message I was instill. Like, it's just the mm-hmm. problem here, not, it's not the content problem. It's, it's the fear allowing mm-hmm. you to, like continuously put yourself in a box and just like shrink your life smaller and smaller. Yeah, man, that, that, that quote, dude, like, and, and to articulate it, the only thing to fear is fear itself. There is so much wisdom packed into that, that like we could say it and completely miss the meaning. I think yeah. I've said that and missed the meaning so many times. And the more I like sit with that sentence, like, man, dude, when you really like dig into yourself, you're like, oof, you know, like, because yeah, when you let fear run the show, man, like it makes your life small. Yeah. That's all, that's all really everything we talk about when we talk about OCD, anxiety, phobias, all that other stuff, all we're really talking about is the inner, like the emotion of fear controlling your life. Yeah. And, and if we let go of the labels a lot of times and we really just are confronting what we're really confronting, which is fear, right. Or other emotions that we don't want to feel anger, guilt, shame, you know, all that stuff down there. Um, it simplifies it, right. It simplifies it. Right. So, well, Hey man, I don't want to take up any more of your time. Um, but, um, I just want to say thanks for, for coming on today and sharing your story. Um, I, I am confident that someone listening to it is going to really, um, it's, it's going to find it very helpful. And, and again, I just really appreciate that you did that. And, uh, I just also want to celebrate all the work that you've done for a second on yourself and, um, yeah, just extend the the fact that I'm really excited for you about this next phase of your life and, and all of that. And um, yeah, just nothing but I wish you the best, man. You know, yeah. so yeah. Super appreciative. Of, um, thank you so much for everything. I mean, I've never would have thought looking back that I'd be sitting here talking to you about this right now. I mean, I thought, <laughs> yeah. I thought it was, I mean, it's, it's crazy. So it's, yeah. it's uh, I dig it, man. Thanks, dude. All right. Well, hey, we'll talk soon. And um, yeah, thanks for everything. All right. Thank you. Bye. Hi there. Matt Cotty here. And thank you for taking the time to hang out today. Now, real quick, if you are currently struggling and you're looking for help, please head over to restoredminds.com because we have different programs available to help you. And the good news is, is that for the most part, you can get started right away. And if you found this episode helpful, then we would really appreciate if you would take the time to leave us a review on iTunes as it would really help our show. You can also send us ideas for topics of future episodes that you would like us to cover at support at restoredminds.com. 
Thanks again for listening, and I look forward to connecting with you on the next episode. Thank you.